Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Roots of Life podcast. It is April 21st on the day that we are recording this, so I want to give a special shout out to Tyler Strangways for being our top Patreon supporter and always believing in us. So thank you so much. And of course, we love the rest of you as well. If you are just learning about the Roots of Life podcast, you can go to rootsoflifepodcast.com to find out more, track back to some even cooler episodes. Well, I don't know if they're cooler, but they'll be cool, that's for sure. You can find us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and if you do feel like supporting us, you can hit up patreon.com forward slash rootsoflife where you can make small denominations and get some extra content, some uh, of our content earlier and all that good stuff. Go check out the Instagram at Roots of Life Podcast. You can see uh, a lot of inspirational quotes and beautiful pictures that James posts to help you all get through your day. Thank you, everybody. Stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Roots of Life podcast. That actually sounded super cool to say, but on another note, my name is Taylor. I'm one half of the hosts on the Roots of Life podcast, joined by He Only Does Everything, James. Hello, everyone. How are you on this fine day after 420? (laughs) It is today, uh, April 21st, but you won't be hearing this until the end of April. So let's get into this. Today, we are talking about some elections stuff, and then a fun little topic afterwards. Um, The elections for BC, where we live, are coming up on May 9th. So we thought we'd talk about our thoughts on voting and where you can find the political platforms and then maybe some new legislation that we know about. I'd like to throw out the disclaimer that I know nothing about politics. Neither do I. I So this should be interesting if... Anybody wants to shine a little bit of knowledge in my life and tell me where I can learn some politics or stuff about politics, I would not be opposed. I'm actually really excited because I usually kind of just make a blind vote. Um, I've, I've, I've been voting since I was 18. Um, and I just go in on voting day and I say, this guy seemed funny or this guy seems like he knows his shit or whatever it was. But... Planning this episode out, I obviously looked up links so I could kind of have a little bit more information, and I found that it's super easy if you just go to iCanParty.ca, and um, and you can find the the election that you're going to be voting in, and it'll you scroll through, and it has all of the platforms um, of the different parties that are available. For childcare, um, education, employment, environment, food and agriculture, healthcare, all of those things, and they're just basically compared right next to each other, so it's pretty cool. Jimmy, who is in office right now? Uh, liberals. The liberals. Yes. I have to say, it doesn't seem like they have a very good reputation at this point. Uh, no. No, no they don't. Christy Clark does not get a gold star beside her name i mean maybe like a a brown star just because she's shit well 
could we, <laughs> could we deform that star into like the little poop emoji? Yes, you get a little poop emoji. That would that would represent Christy Clark quite well, I think. I think, yeah, it, especially for most people's opinion of her. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't know a ton. No. All I all I hear is uh, the negative things that she's done, and obviously, like that's the first thing everybody is quick to point out, mm-hmm. right? They're never going to talk about the good things that she's done, but they're always going to point the finger as soon as she does something that the public can criticize her on. And again, because I don't follow politics very closely that is really all i see and all i hear about is the negative things that she's done yeah i agree that's the same i'm i always want to be more in the know when it comes to politics but i find it's so dry and boring and i don't know i'm I'm just never really gotten into it I, i feel like i should basically just because that's the future like these people are running the place I live, the laws and everything like that, you don't want to put in somebody that's going to start the next world war. I mean, when it comes down to like municipal elections, that's not really going to happen if it's um, provincial either. But say if the next prime minister, if he was just this like warmonger, we wouldn't want that. So it's good to like know who these people are in a sense, which is crazy because it would be such a weird life being a politician, in my opinion. Where no matter what you're doing, you're being watched and you're being like criticized on anything. It's it's worse than even being a celebrity because celebrities are allowed to go crazy and still be celebrities. When you're a politician, if you go crazy, they won't let you be a politician anymore. Well, look what happened with Rob Ford. I know. Smoke a bunch of crack and now you're not a mayor. I don't think anybody in that position, like if you're doing... You know, something that can, I guess, affect your mind in such a drastic way. Like, are you really fit to run a country, essentially? And, like, in his... Well, not a country, but in his position, he he was mayor of one of the, the largest city in our country. Yeah. So he holds, I think, quite a bit of influence. Yeah. It's a weird situation to, to find yourself in, I think. or Even for, like... The people that voted for him, especially, like, like, wow, I voted for that guy, and now he's done this. He's done a lot of good otherwise, but awesome. He's a guy who smokes crack. And, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of functional people that smoke crack. I'm sure there's a few of them at least. But I would say probably not many. So I don't, I don't think it's the best thing to be smoking. No. And there, <laughs> and there was a lot of other things that went into his uh, downfall, but also, you know, like rest in peace to the guy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't mean any harm to his name or anything. No. He's just one example of that we're, I guess, bringing up. But <laughs> even, you know, outside of the celebrity and the political realm, there's even just now with social media, like you can say anything and you're just giving everybody the opportunity to discredit your name and discredit your words yeah anybody can say anything to you and you can kind of say anything back it's and it's a lot more anonymous too so you don't know who you're talking to it's just this like cat lovers 69 or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say pussy lover 69 but then i thought maybe people won't get that i meant cat but it's funny anyways um taylor what are your thoughts on voting now i'm probably going to come across as a huge hypocrite because i'm going to be the person who says that you should vote you should 
put your best foot forward and uh, try and create change. The idea that every time you spend a dollar is a vote for the way you want to see the world, right? Every time you buy something from a company that is employing children across seas for 50 cents an hour, you know, like you're you're telling the world that's what you want. Like you approve of that message. And so to sit here and bitch about the way the world is does not make any sense if you're not going to try and do something about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like big issue now where people don't like they, they talk about things, especially online, you know, like they have an opinion about something, but they're not actually creating change, but they think they're being quote unquote activists of some sort because they believe in a certain cause, but they're not doing anything actual yeah. for that cause. So I think that you should vote, find out why, you know, like you said, like you blindly do it. Me, I'm also, I did do that, I think, when I was 19 or 18, when I was first able to vote. I had kind of just learned a little bit and then it was like I voted I went in with the intention of voting for the one person that I wanted and then I realized that I could vote for 10 other people or something there was like different people in different categories I'm not sure exactly yeah but so I ended up like voting for a bunch of people I was like I don't know like your name looks cool like I'll vote <laughs> for you <laughs> and so I think to be educated on on it is important and then i think you should you're not doing anything wrong by not voting i don't think mm -hmm. personally i know other people who would disagree who say that you know you have to vote like it's you're you know and especially like with what we just saw in the presidential election down in the united states it was like everybody had to vote and because there was so much on the line or so it seemed anyways yeah but so, yeah, I think everybody should vote. I think you should become a little bit educated, learn where your morals lie within the political world. You know, what, who do you have faith in to lead? And then you should make a vote. And if not, it's not the end of the world. Because personally, I've never seen change that, like, come from an election. I've never seen any substantial change in my lifetime that I've been able to recognize also like I am pretty young. So maybe in the next 10 years or something where after a few more, I'll kind of see how those things shift and how they change and move around from um, having different leaders in power. What, what do you think, Jimmy? Should everybody vote? Like, or do you think it's important to vote? I definitely think it's important to vote. Um, like you said though, it's It's really important also to be educated on what you're voting for. Um, I'm I've, I said earlier that I vote blind. I don't always vote like completely blind. Like I do read a bit of stuff before I go in. Usually like I'll read the newspaper sections on like on the different platforms for whatever parties are available. And that's pretty much like the extent of my, my research. And I go from, from that, which isn't always the best because it can, I mean, it depends on the newspaper that's printing it, but I'm sure some things could be written in a certain way that it makes it sound like what they're trying to do is less important as something else um depending on who that who that newspaper kind of like backs or whatever but i don't know if that's necessarily a problem 
um, in Canada. I know it is in a few other places in the world. But yeah, I definitely think it's important to know what you're looking for, who you're voting for before you go and vote. And I do think it is important to vote because just reading the platforms on iCanParty.ca, I could definitely tell there's a heavier inf- like emphasis on different parts um, of things that need to be done, like different stuff on in the health services, different stuff in environmental and things like that that I feel are really important and one party's not doing it. One party is kind of like in the middle and then one party's like all about that one thing, it seems, for pretty much every different um, different topic. And for a couple of them, I think they focus too much on certain things that I don't think need to be focused on at this point. So I'm, I've kind of decided like who I'm going to vote for because of that. So, well, I think that's something to consider as well. That a lot of the times you're voting on people that are supporting your lifestyle, mm-hmm. especially in a place like. BC where you know I live in a city and so I have a city lifestyle and there's certain parties that cater to that more where there's also people who you know live on the coast and so the ferry is a big one and Mm -hmm. there's one party that is pledging to lower ferry costs and so for these people who have to literally catch a ferry every day that's appealing yeah and then there's other parties that are not even talking about it and so and that's where people, like, I think of the, I just want to, like, reference the presidential election in the U.S., is that one person's talking about something, and there's a reason that he appeals to that, a certain geographical place, right? Or, like, the population within that geographical location. is, And so people are so quick to be like, you voted for Trump, like, that's a bad shit, like, you're a bad person, or you've got bad morals, but just because they voted for him doesn't mean that they, like, agree with everything that he's doing, but when the man says that, if you vote for me, I'm gonna do all these things for you, because I believe in whatever, 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 Mm -hmm. then there's a reason to vote, like I said, I don't know what the parties are saying. I don't know what they're promising. I don't know what their agendas are moving forward. But it, I think if I was to go through them and read these bullet points about we're going to do this and we're going to do that, there's going to be one that is very specific and probably pointed towards certain places. And I think Vancouver being such having like probably the largest populace in BC, you know, the party that can you know, get their point across to us is probably going to win the election. And that's going to leave a lot of people out of the picture in terms of the people that live up north and the people that work in mills and people who live on the coast and fish for a life and all that kind of stuff. It co- yeah, it comes back to that whole uh, we only hear the negative stuff because everybody, nobody's going to be, not everybody is going to be happy with whoever's in. There's always going to be somebody who didn't want that person and they're not, they're not, furthering an agenda for that person there's probably none of the things that they're doing will help that person out directly so there's going to be a lot of people that are upset they're like i'm not getting out anything out of this person being in office i don't like it here's why this is what they've done wrong so there's always going to be people that are on the negative side that don't want what's going on 
So I think that's important to, to remember. Like sometimes you're hearing negative things, but those negative things you're hearing might be just because where you're living, it's it's not helping you. Basically, those people might be doing something great for like all of BC, but it doesn't really like substantially affect where you live or something. Yeah, I think it's just smart to be aware of those things mm-hmm. because it bugs me, you know, when people are so quick to judge somebody else because that was a common theme down there was a lot of people it when they did the polls, the the Clinton Foundation her team was so positive that they were going to win the election, but because people didn't want to admit they were going to vote for Trump. But when they got behind a closed curtain with the poll in front of them or the, the voting ballot, they did. And, and then, you know, so there's like that, that place is just so divided, right? Like yeah. that, that happens so fast. And it's I would weird with see. the two party system as well. It's either you're, you're either left or you're, or you're right. There's no like in between. I mean, we're, we're not, we're not much different. We have like at this point, um, three, it says here, I thought we had, uh, conservatives as well, but what I'm looking at, it says there's liberals, NDP and green party. Um, so yeah, it's, it's weird. Like we only have three, but it kind of gives us that, like, there's a, there's a left, there's a right. And there's kind of an in-between for each, um, each topic. So it, it's better where you can be like, okay, I picked the meat, the guy who's the medium on this one left on that one, whatever, because in my opinion, you, I, I don't think you should necessarily be, be left wing on everything or right wing on everything. That's just, that's extremism to a point. Um, I think it comes up with each topic. You could be right wing on one topic. You could be left wing on another so it's it's good to see these parties that they they are like that. They're they're more diverse. They're not as rigid in their thinking. No, I totally agree. Just because you're right on one thing doesn't mean you can't be left another. People are so quick to put you in a box and just categorize you as whatever it is that, you know, they think you are or you know, they're willing to put you in a box because of one statement that you made. And that's not like that like you said like that's just ex- so extreme it it doesn't make sense and i've seen people be just bashed and criticized on social media people who have like thousands and thousands of followers and then you know because they make one little statement but if you listen like in this specific case there was previous content where he had explained his stance on other things which are very far left and so it just didn't make sense people would you know make statements and say things based off of one fact and you know you just have to like keep an open mind and be aware that there's multiple perspectives and people do different things for different reasons and you know you just gotta be supportive of everyone (laughs) so i kind of want to switch gears a little bit we're still going to be on the topic of basically the laws and legislation. Recently, the liberals um, introduced bills to legalize marijuana by July 2018. Hell, Lord. <laughs> so it's a little later than everybody's, um, I like that everybody thought, everybody was kind of like, uh, April 2017, it's going to be legalized. But obviously these things take time. You have to draft bills. You have to introduce them. 
they have to be signed off on. But what these are stating is that marijuana will be legal for adults 18 years of age and older. Um, and I think, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming that just like alcohol, that's going to be different in different provinces. Because I know it's, it's 19 here in BC and it's 18 in Alberta. So I think it'll probably be 18 in Alberta and then they'll just bump it up to 19 here just so it's the same with alcohol. I'm not sure how that all works, of course. I'm, again, I'm not very political. Um, another part of that was that new penalties um, in terms of selling cannabis to youth or a young per person um, could range from simple police citation with a fine or up to 14 years in jail, which is wow pretty unheard of. Um, the probation officers that I know... I was, we were talking about this, and they were stating that they don't really know anybody that's ever been to jail for 14 years. They say, like, some of the worst people they've ever heard of, it's, like, five years and then, like, probation. So 14 years is a very long time for Canadian jail system. I've met inmates in, like, medium security yeah. correctional facility or penitentiary, whatever, and... uh there was people in there doing 20 to 40 years. Oh, really? Okay. That's probably, you know what? That's probably why they haven't met them because like, it's because they're, they're still not there. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't get the people that are coming off on like probation or parole or whatever. Yeah. They don't have parole, True. which is like more serious crimes, which is where they would be meeting um, somebody else. So basically all that I remember from the article that, yeah, they, it, they're trying to have it legalized by July 2018 or 2018. Um, there will be up fines that are pretty high. I think there's like up to 10,000 or, or more and then up to like 14 years in jail if you're selling to a minor. But beyond that, oh, right. You can also they'll also let you grow up to four plants, I believe, on your own and you will be able to have up to 30 grams on you which is a lot that's almost two ounces it's two grams less than two ounces no no that, no that's an ounce yeah it is an ounce is 28 grams yeah i was uh i was thinking of pounds to ounces that's what it was because 16 ounces to a pound so on the topic of marijuana fuck the political side jimmy what did you do to celebrate 420 yesterday Tell me you smoked a ton of weed, got perma-fried, played video games, and ate junk food. I didn't smoke any weed. I didn't either, so. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, sat at home and watched some Netflix for a while, and then I walked downtown. Um, I still play Pokemon Go, so I was doing that for a bit, and I, 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 was, I, purposely, I purposely went downtown to where I assumed... I'd, I'd Googled it where I assumed there would be like a 420 celebration so I could walk through and be like, cool, kind of get like a secondhand high for my 420. But there was Why like... Why didn't you just go buy a joint? That I was thinking about that as well. But when I went down there, there was like five or six picnic tables with like some groups of teenagers and some like degenerate adults that like didn't seem very friendly. And like that was it. <laughs> there was like one kid that yelled, woo! 420 at 420 and then the rest of them kind of just like chilled and smoked their bongs like in hiding 
and like under jackets and stuff and you're like man this is like the grungiest 420 i've ever seen <laughs> damn so, that does that was not what vancouver's 420 no was i love vancouver's 420 it's a great time but here it was just oh uh, i was like no not gonna i even. was i was very unfortunate to miss 420 yesterday I want to talk about yesterday from my perspective as a whole because it was interesting enough and I was sad to miss the festivities, even though some people would say it's not a festival. (laughs) We're supposed to be activists. Okay, but y'all are like walking around with your titties hanging out and blunts out your mouth. Like, it's a festival. It's a festival. Okay. Um, Anyways, I missed 420 yesterday because I got called to go to a studio session uh, from a job that I had previously quit, and I decided to go in, help them out for the day, and I wish I could say the name of who I was working with, but I just can't, but it was one of those artists that some people would lose their minds to be around. Mm-hmm. People would freak, like girls would run up on stage and all that kind of jazz. So that was a really cool experience. Like and internationally famous. It was a really cool experience, and I'm grateful for that experience. Nonetheless, Raekwon from Wu Tang was performing yesterday at 420. Uh-huh. And so I'm so <laughs> upset that I missed that. And also the People Northwest, which uh, I one of my coworkers is the producer for. Uh, shout out to Marlo. And there's also a couple uh, really dope local rappers who are with that group as well. And I saw some of them perform last year at 420. And we've just been blessed the last couple years at 420 because... We re- like in the last two years, we moved it from the art gallery to the beach. And the last two years on 420 have been like amazing, sun, warm filled days. And this year, I saw these pictures of like girls with their tits out, like <laughs> just like bloods hanging out of their mouths. And I would have loved to have been there. <laughs> just want to go for them titties. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Marijuana, 2018. So that means we get one more 420. Woo! <laughs> Man, that's going to keep going forever. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, but once the once it's legal, it's just it won't be the same. Once it's legal, it can be bigger. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's true. Pretty I big as it is, man. <laughs> like most of Vancouver goes. <laughs> yeah. People come from all over. The one time that I went, like I think three years ago, um, we got on the ferry and like halfway across, they threatened to turn it around because there was like a cloud of smoke coming off the front, the top deck. <laughs> They're like, we will turn this boat around. Really? Yeah. Did they actually say yeah, that? Yeah. And they had like their security, like come around and like tell everybody to stop smoking weed and like. They're like, we will kick you off. They're like, we will call the police and you will, you will be taken in when we get there. They're like, this is a private, like. Facility like boat, it's not a public place. Crazy, yeah. That's that's next level. Yeah, they were they were real upset. It was kind of funny though. Wow, I can only imagine. <laughs> but on that note, I'd like to take a quick break, come back, and we will move on to our second topic of the day. They say money doesn't bring happiness, but everyone still wants to prove it for themselves. They say money doesn't bring happiness. 
but everyone still wants to prove it for themselves. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 22 of the Roots of Life podcast. If you've enjoyed episode 22 of the Roots of Life podcast <laughs> so far, you can go back to rootsoflifepodcast.com, where you can listen to more episodes of the Roots of Life podcast. Now, it is that special time of day where I get to ask one deliciously fancy question. <laughs> Jimmy, what tickles your fancy? What tickles your fancy? It's just good So, I have grown up my entire life with some form of a garden. And part of that has always been I go and pick fresh herbs from the garden for whatever it is for dinner. So there's always been like thyme, rosemary, like chives, um, all sorts of things. But my favorite two of those are basil because I use that in um, so many different things, especially fresh basil. I love it on, I like to do nan bread pizzas with fresh basil on top and some like, uh, balsamic vinegar and i also like making drinks with basil like a basil mojito so good or basil julep amazing my other favorite is lemon balm now lemon balm has a lot of awesome medicinal properties in terms of they kind of make it kind of makes you happier it helps with like easing depression and things like that not in like any drastic like um, ssri like kind of way but it does apparently have certain effects that are helpful but i love making iced tea out of lemon balm i actually was going to do a tutorial video on how to do that years ago i still have the the content i don't know um where but i still have it somewhere and it's just it's just so good just the best making lemon balm tea and drinking it on a nice hot summer day Oh, so good. Anyways, my what tickles my fancy is fresh herbs. <laughs> I mean, there's another herb that I really like as well. We just talked about it. It's really good. We like herbs. I like herbs. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, I have a, a very simple question for you. What tickles your fancy? What tickles my fancy is that time of day when... Your stomach kind of starts to rumble. You may be a little famished. And then, what do you know? There's a bakery to your left. <laughs> you you decide to walk in. Next thing you know, there's tons of beautiful little pastries. Next thing you know, you have to decide which one do you want. And then all of a sudden, you see the dark chocolate nutella banana bread pudding and then you get it you bite into it and your world has changed forever bam what tickles my fancy dark chocolate nutella banana bread pudding that sounds so amazing i might just do the four-hour drive to come and get one yeah i honestly didn't even know it existed until about 40 minutes ago when i had it for the first time <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> um, amazing 
yeah i it was pretty good i was pretty hyped on it and so i it was kind of a game changer and i'm kind of upset because i am recording this podcast at my new studio on commercial drive in vancouver british columbia and this bakery just happens to be straight across the road. <laughs> and so that's a, not a good thing. It does sound like a great thing. but I was going to say, that sounds amazing. But Taylor's going to get fat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I already like ditched yoga like almost all week because I've been in the studio every day. Ditching yoga, <laughs> so, eating treats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not too excited about that one, but I am also quite excited about that one. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, it was really good. I like treats, but yeah. So that was a good one. Topic two on episode 22 of the Roots of Life podcast. We thought we should go with something a little bit more on the fun side after getting all political with you. So we decided to ask... What you would do if you won the lottery. And we have three categories here. If you won the $5 million lottery, the $10 million lottery, and the $50 million lottery. What you would do in each scenario. I mean, would it even really make a difference? Oh. Like, I'd probably do the exact same stuff. Oh. But $50 million compared to $5 million, We can probably get rid of the $10 million. I mean, whatever. I was just thinking that's double what the first one is. So it's like, you have this much money, double it. What do you do? And this... Is something that we all want you to get in on as well. So feel free to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, email, rootsoflifepodcast at gmail.com, roots, at rootsoflifepod on Twitter. Tell us what you would do if you won the lottery. Because I know what I would do, but I want to know, Jimmy, what would you do? What would I do? What would you do oh, if you won $5, five million? Okay, $5 million. Now, this, came across, this, this topic came up because... I was talking to my girlfriend about it. We were joking about buying a lot, another lottery ticket and then not um, not checking it because I did that a while ago and it's still tacked up on the board in the, in the kitchen. Um, so she said she asked me what I would do if I won the lottery, and I told her, and she was upset with the amount of money I said I would give her. So because I said I would give um, one of my best friends a million dollars, and she, only her her only like five hundred thousand. But I said, <laughs> I said, you get to live with me, though. Like, I'll take care of you. That's kind of just like spending money. So, yeah. <laughs> Ashley's getting she's all worked like, up. She's like, no, that's not enough. Why do you give him more? So I was like, we have a deal. Like, we made a deal a while ago. Anyways. That's funny. I would, um, I would buy myself a house, first thing. Um, nothing fancy, nothing crazy. Um, maybe like three-car garage, though. Cause I like cars. So, so a decent size house, decent size house, like not a huge house, but like a, a large garage for sure. Okay. But you've got a three car garage, so you've got a pretty big house. The the house doesn't have to be that big. Like it could be like a thousand square feet. I'd be fine. Can you, can you do like the, the concrete around the back side of the house where you park the cars in the oh, back totally. and you've got a separate garage? Y yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like something, something like that. It'd probably have like I'd probably buy somewhere that I could get like a lot of land. That'd be gangster though. Yeah, somewhere that's like not really in in the city or anything. So I'd get I'd try and get like a couple acres or something like that. Just like a small house doesn't need to be crazy, and then just make it look nice. I would probably have a few cars. 
I'm a big fan of BMWs and Audis. So I would probably have one of each and then maybe something more fun, a little faster. Maybe something like, I don't know, a Ferrari. But that's like a lot of money when you only have five million. So I don't know. But I would definitely have, I would definitely get a uh, BMW um, 5 Series because they're a little smaller than the big boats that are 7 Series. They're a little bigger than the, the 3 Series, not as sporty. They're like the nice business class in between. They're nice. Instead of that big, like, boaty gangster beast of a car or that, like, quick zippy one, it's just that nice, like, in between. It still has the power to get there, and it's not too big. So it's perfect. Uh, and maybe like a Audi R8, but that's expensive. So maybe just like a an A6. So basically you're spending all your money on a house and cars. No, 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 no. That would probably be like, that's probably like 2 million out of there. Just like total. That'd be, that'd be good. I still got 3 million left. Um, I'd take a million of that and I'd split it up into five. Um, and I would put it into savings. I'd put one-fifth of it into a locked-in high-interest savings for a year, one-fifth in for two years, three years, four years, five years. So every year after that, it unlocks, and I am able to either use that or recommit it in for another five years. So it's just a continuous interest-gaining amount. You've really thought this out. I learned that in finite math in my first year of university, I, so I was just like, yes, if I ever win the lottery, that is my plan right there. You just continuously make money on it. And I would uh, probably buy my parents' house, just buy it from them. Buy it from them or for them? I'd buy it from them, so I would own it. But why? So then it's mine because I paid for it. Are they selling it? No. <laughs> well, then why would you buy it? Well, because why do they need to like... If I'm going to like pay for it for them, like I'm their landlord now, I'll take care of it. Why do they need to worry about owning it? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I mean, if they were if they wanted to move or something, sure, and you wanted to hold on to it like cuz you have that childhood attachment to it. Yeah. I just think like I'd buy it and then they have like the freedom to do whatever and it's still just going to it's going to be there and like available for them and stuff, you know? Then they can use their money for other things. What makes you think they would sell it to you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never thought about that. Maybe they won't. <laughs> what's next? What's that? What's I said, what's oh, okay. next? <laughs> I also have a bit of a deal with uh, John, John Gross. Um, we've, both, we've both stated if one of us wins the lottery... We will give some to the other. So I'd have to give some money to John. Depends on how much I win. So I mean like if I if I'm if this is the five million, I don't know, I'd probably give him like five hundred thousand. Maybe more. That's fair. Yeah. He's a good friend. Yeah. He's a good friend. Long time. Um so I think at that point I'm probably like out like four million at this point. So I got another million dollars. For like travel, spend that shit. For travel, <laughs> go around the world, check some stuff out. Obviously, if I had more money, I'd be putting more money into all of those things. 
getting more awesome cars and dirt bikes and things like that and making my house awesome. Maybe like build a roller coaster in my backyard or something. <laughs> Cause, a roller coaster. Cause why not? Why not? Cause why, because why not? <laughs> right. Hashtag because. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. Um, Taylor, what would you do if you won the, the lottery? Let's go with 50 million. If you want $50 million, what would you do with it? Holy bejeebus. Can you even think of that much? Uh, yeah. I well no, I really have no idea what that even looks like in cash. <laughs> like <laughs> literally have no idea. <laughs> I have trouble thinking about what like what like four hundred dollars looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean who carries four hundred dollars in cash anymore? I know. Right? I mean, you it's all on cards. But anyways, uh if I won fifty million dollars, I'd probably buy like four pieces of property all like modest size like i'm not i'm not saying i'm buying like a hundred thousand dollar house or a two hundred thousand dollar house like probably spending like two million a piece probably building one down in like mexico or brazil or some shit i love it for like for vacations obviously i'm buying a cottage up on probably mount washington or up in whistler so that I can travel or like go somewhere in the winter so I can go on vacation and go snowboarding or maybe in New Zealand because New Zealand be gangster as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like probably three or four. I'd probably, I'd probably have like one place somewhere tropical, one place on a mountain for the winter and then probably like two or three houses. <laughs> you, just, like, you could like Airbnb those things for like top dollar when you're not there too. Exactly. And then it's like a matter of traveling so I can go to different places when I'm, you know, like when I'm sick of one place. Yeah. I I would probably build a studio, like oh. easily dump like two mil into a studio and Damn. just do shit with it. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't really thought that far ahead. But if I had a bunch of money to like dump into a studio and build stuff and record cool shit that'd be dope that'd be sweet i'd be into that and i would probably take my girlfriend traveling fuck it you're not working i'm not working we're gonna go traveling for the next like however long she wants to i would hope like a year or something or six months Mm -hmm. and what else would i do i don't know man get like a jet ski or some shit (laughs) (laughs) i know it's weird to like think like what would i do if i had all this money i don't know i don't have that much money i know what would you do today if you had that i i would literally hop on a plane you'd just like go and get on a plane yeah Yeah. i i would probably go to the airport and I would probably look at the screen with all the different places and I would be like, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? I've always wanted to do that. I'd be like, well, the plane to Japan doesn't leave for four hours. The one to Argentina leaves in like 40 minutes. So I'm going to go to Argentina because it's quicker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would probably go hiking. I would probably go traveling. I would probably go down to the Amazon, check out mm-hmm. some ayahuasca retreats. Just do a bunch of cool shit, build some properties, uh, invest in some properties, probably buy. I would probably not go crazy on a car. Like I would probably, I would probably try to find like 
like a 91 three series BMW and then like dump an extra hundred grand into it to like just really find it Those out are and like, make it dope. Like the, the nineties five series are like my favorite cars. For Oh, I'm, I'm a fan of the three I know, series. I know. You had one for a while. I know. So that's nice. why I love it. I, I was like, I love this car. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I, also I like my the first fives, car. So. so nice. Like the 540. Ugh. Just gets me going. There, I was. I almost bought one. I almost bought one when I was looking for cars. It was in. Um, it was in Vancouver, and this, the guy who had like owned it previously he was like a robotics engineer, so he had like kept it up, tip top shape. It was like so nice, but I just didn't buy it because I knew it would be expensive to fix if I had to. Right, you just gotta find someone who knows them. Yeah. That's true. That's what I did. I managed to do that for like a number of years. But then once like the head gasket went and the head cracked, I was like, there's just no, <laughs> no way, way I'm fixing fix this that. thing. Yeah. yeah. And I tried. Like I dumped like probably another two grand into it and it got me nowhere. And so I just took it as a loss and had to move on. Yeah. Like, well, there we go. That's done. Yeah. That's actually been like a dream of mine to just go to the airport and just like pick something off the board and say, I want to go there. I've always just kind of wanted to do that. It'd be cool. I know it would be super cool. The thing is always just like a matter. It's a matter of having your finances in line at home and like making sure that you're not worried about anything. Yeah, exactly. To be able to do that, to be able to just like fuck off for a couple of weeks or whatever and not have to worry about the consequences. Yeah. I mean, like if I had the 50 million, I'd just probably like pay off all my debts and like all the family's kind of debts or whatever there is and just get on a plane, like quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean i'd probably come back and like keep working but i'd definitely like quit my job and go travel for a little while if i won that much money because i just i'm just one of those people that i go crazy when i don't have enough to do i don't i don't you, like you know you know what we could do jimmy what is we could take a small setup and we could go and record the podcast on a beach in mexico that would be amazing. We could just like yeah. we could just travel and record from everywhere. Talk about the, like the different lifestyles, the different people and all those things. If anybody out there wants to bankroll this d- dream of ours, feel free. I would so fucking <laughs> I do would, that. I'll quit everything and go do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd be gone in a heartbeat. Yeah, somebody's like, here's the money. Go travel and do your podcast. Be like, okay. Yeah, Peace out, yeah, everyone. Don't even it. care. I'm out yeah. doing it. Straight up. No, I'd I'd care. I'd feel bad if I ditched everybody, but I'd still probably do it. Cause that's a that's one of those things like you don't get the chance to do that ever again. So, no, that's the thing, man. When the opportunity presents itself, you have to take it. Yeah, you just gotta take that. Right. That's one of those. No, you can't think of the consequences. I mean, like in terms of uh, relationship stuff, like you know, I think people will always be there and. Some people may give you a hard time about it, but you just got to do those kind of things because those things don't come yeah, up Yeah, no, that's day. one of those ones. It's like, I'm sorry, but I got to do this. This is amazing. Like, I hope yeah. you're here when I get back. If not, like, I hope the best for you kind of thing. But <laughs> this is something I got to do. Our girlfriends are going to hate I know us. they're going to hate this episode at this point. <laughs> they're going to be like, you're leaving? Yeah. We hate you, you leave. <laughs> Why would you just leave us? I'm sorry, but that's an amazing opportunity if it happened. <laughs> yeah absolutely i'm sure they'd probably yeah. do the same i'm sure they would uh but you know it's just i don't know it's one of those things it's it's hard to say what you would do until you're until, in the yeah, position until you're to like do okay so. i gotta actually be in this position where like somebody's telling me to like leave everything and everyone i know 
Yeah, yeah. totally. Topic three on episode 22 of the Roots of Life podcast is Ako Taco. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I just like the image that i just had when you said that was this like very large mexican lady in like a bikini on top of a table with a taco and like it just made me laugh because <laughs> that's like an awkward situation <laughs> where do you even come up with that picture just the way your voice sounded when you did that yeah, I must have said that pretty good. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, must, that was I, mu- great. I must be practicing or something. <laughs> Just in the mirror. <laughs> practicing, practicing before we get on the air. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. Anyways. Jimmy, why why don't you introduce the awkward conversation for this week's Akotako? The awkward conversation for this week's Akotako is telling someone you don't like their friend, boyfriend, or girlfriend. When you know that person won't be a good fit for them, or won't be a good person for them to be around. Ooh. Awkward. That is awkward. That's a hard... I don't even know if it's an awkward conversation. That's just, that's a, just hard a hard conversation. Hard con- that's a hard conversation to have. Yeah. I mean, because that could go, like, a few different ways. But it's either going to go, like, hey, you know what? You're right. They're probably not the best person for me to be around. Or, like... Fuck you. I don't want to talk to you ever again. Like, yeah, it's that can go multiple ways. I, I feel ways. like those are like the two main ways that might go. I'm creating a false dichotomy here, but I feel like that's it. No, and you never really have any way of telling what way that is going to go. You really have no idea until you've said something to them. But I want to bring this close to home because we've been in this position before, me and you. Yep. Where I did not approve of some a particular person that Jimmy was spending his time with. And I noticed it was just unhealthy for its own reasons and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had to... And I remember contemplating on it for a day or two. And I was like trying to figure out how do I tell Jimmy? Like, do I tell him? Do I say forget it? But I felt like I had to tell you. And then eventually I did. I'm really happy that you did. I'm glad uh, you seem to have like when I I remember when I brought it up you were like oh yeah no like I know yeah <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I I was like okay well I'm glad like yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're not getting mad at me for <laughs> stepping out of line or anything no like for me like if somebody's being honest and they're trying to like do it out of the kindness of their heart like hey I feel like this isn't a great place for you I, like I totally understand that and I appreciate it whereas like if you were just like you know what. I didn't like the way she looked at me. I'd be like, whoa, hey, man, like, who cares? But, yeah, like, fuck you. <laughs> but, no, I, I definitely liked that you uh, you were able to do that and come up to me and be like, hey, this this isn't cool, the way it's working out for you. Yeah, I think that's a conversation that you have to approach very delicately. Yeah. I mean, we're even being kind of diplomatic about the way we're going about it right now. We're not, like, saying trying not to say names or things like that. So it's definitely just one of those topics. It's it's just hard. Yeah. But to come at it from a very uh, soft and caring position, mm-hmm. whereas some of the previous 
awkward conversation we've talked about it was just like no like you gotta come out and say yeah. it like you just gotta, you gotta like tell be there and, yeah you gotta be blunt you gotta be strong and you gotta be like fuck no but this one it was it was very much of i was doing it i was saying it because i literally thought that it was not in your best interest and it, it was coming from a place of sincerity and kindness and because i care about you yeah and it wasn't because I was like, well, he's spending more time with her or whatever. Like, I don't even think we were hanging out all too no, often I don't, I don't at that think point we were or like anything. All the time. No, it was just we had. Pro- I think we saw each other. It was like two or two, maybe three days in a row, mm-hmm. or like within like a week. And this other person had been there, and I just noticed like the the way the interactions were happening and the way stuff was, and I was like, this is weird. And it doesn't feel like I feel uncomfortable being here. And it was, it wasn't good. And so I like just wanted to like, try and make sure that I was doing my uh, due diligence as a brother and as a friend in your life. Yeah. I like that. I appreciate it. It's uh, my life is a lot different now. And I really like that. So it is. Yeah. For the better. Yeah, definitely for the better. So, you, awesome. You're not, you're not a daddy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Cat's out of the bag. Whoops. <laughs> so that <laughs> that's is the Ako Taco for the week. <laughs> How to tell somebody. I don't even know if we really addressed how to tell no. them. Well, I, you just have to do it from, make sure if you're going to do it, do it from a place of kindness. Yeah. Do it from a place of sincerity. Don't like, do it from a place of jealousy. Don't do it from a position of, out of selfishness or for your own benefit. Definitely. T- I think that's the key. Yeah, definitely take the time to like see w- about how you're feeling about the situation and why you're feeling that way. If you're just jealous and upset about it, like think about why. And maybe maybe address those concerns, but it's not necessarily like a good reason to tell somebody you don't like somebody because you're jealous. So think about those reasons and go with go with the sincere like I want your life to be better. I want you to be happy kind of reasons, not the selfish. I just want you all the time kind of reasons, which is a common one. I think mm-hmm. it does happen. Yeah, I saw a funny Facebook video a while ago. I guess a YouTube video. And it was about the one bro who starts who like starts ditching his girl or his boys mm-hmm. for his girlfriend all the time, and then finally makes time to spend time with his boys, and his boys are all hyped. And then after they show up, the girlfriend comes out walking around the corner, and then it just I forget it was a really comical. Skit, I, I think I but, saw that one too, actually. Yeah. Funny. So it was funny, but that kind of made me think of this. Uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening to episode 22 of the Roots of Life podcast. We appreciate you. We appreciate and value your time. And we all know that you have busy lives. And so we thank you just for taking the time to listen to this. Our listener challenge for the week is basically just going to be what we had said before. Tweet us, Instagram us, email us. Let us know what you would do with 5 million 
10 million or 50 million dollars either or your choice are, are me and jimmy being selfish in the way we would spend that money probably yep. that's okay humans are selfish human beings but maybe you can all set us straight by giving us some other ideas on how we would spend that money i do want to say thank you jimmy for being here with me this week i appreciate your time and your presence always thank you i enjoy when we do this it's it's good to talk to you it's good to have you here so thank you for being here and taking this small amount of time out of your day i know it's a busy one today so thank you for taking that little piece yeah i get to see mama jean today mama jean <laughs> and grandma jean not that her well i don't know grandma robertson i guess <laughs> but her maiden name no not even her maiden name i guess jean is her name from her first marriage but my grandma Ah, good to see your grandma <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to put it easy put it that way so thank you again everybody for joining us this week we will be doing one more episode two more episodes before i leave for vipassana silent meditation in the middle of may where we will then release a couple cool episodes that are a little different from the roots of life format mm -hmm. so keep your ear out for that we will talk about it a little more in the coming weeks i think just to keep everybody aware and if you are a patreon supporter for the roots of life podcast you will be getting your bonus episode coming soon close to the end of the month so stay tuned for that as well Thank you, everybody, for your time. We hope you all are enjoying, well, I hope it's nice weather. It's really nice here in Vancouver at the moment. So, And we hope that there is sunshine in your life. <laughs> and we will see you all in one week. Thank you, everybody. Stay weird. <laughs>